Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And welcome back to another episode of No Stage Lights. Hey guys, how are you doing? We are, um, we had so much fun on last ep- uh, our last episode yeah, with we did. questions. Um, would you rather? And so... Those are fun. They are. You know, you they're know. lighthearted. They're harmless. Yes. Yeah. These may be a little deeper. We're going to do another questions episode. So th- these are questions that make you think about your life. Okay. okay? All right. And, you know, maybe these can even open up some things for us, for you, for you listeners, for us, you know, as your hosts. Um, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't think too hard. Just kind of, you know, answer what comes up first. And and maybe maybe uh, listeners out there, this could be a great episode to share with a potential partner or or your partner that you have. You know. Oh, very nice. Um, so, question number one: um, What was the moment where you felt most motivated? Give me a give me a, an example of a moment you felt the most motivated um geez i i'm sure there were i'm hoping there were a lot of them mm-hmm. um always to learn something new i guess i mean what i mean i don't know how when you felt the most motivated if you want to go um, with that i feel mm-hmm. motivated uh, after I exercise, not before. Oh, now I got you. But after, I feel motivated when I'm mad. Like if I'm super mad about something, I can like whip through this house and clean it. I'm I get, I'm very motivated to make a change. Yeah, now I'm on board. Now I understand yeah. the question better. Um, and I'll have to agree with actually both of those. Not necessarily about the mad thing, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's just an example of yeah. motivation. Um Okay, if you didn't know your age, how old would you think you'd be? If you had no idea how old you were, what what do you what would you feel? Um I'm going to say physically maybe late 40s or something mm-hmm. like that. I feel I really do feel like I am my age. I don't feel like I did in my thirties. I don't know. I guess I look at myself as probably in my thirties, but I'm not. Well, as we all know, as you age, things start to slow down a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a little more difficult to do things. You know, you got to keep up on yourself to make sure you are able to get out of bed in the, you know, the next day. Do you hate or love better? Oh, I love better. Yeah, you definitely do. Um, I do too. Hate's such a brutal word. Um, I don't really know what I, I, I can't think of anything that I hate um, that mm-hmm. fiercely, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it, well. And I dislike winter. I, I feel like you're winter. an empath and so there's there's power in words for for you, for, for us. Um, yeah. If you hear somebody say something really brash or brisk, it's like, it can yeah, be rough. It can yeah. be harsh. Yeah. Hard. Um, what was the moment where you felt 
most grateful? Give me an example of a moment you felt most grateful. You were just incredibly grateful. Um, when I thought my dad was going to die, I made it home to oh. what I what I thought was going to be goodbye, but it turned out it wasn't. But okay. when I when I was states away, and they didn't know if he was going to make it, and you got here, and in I time. got yeah, I got yeah, home time, I bet yeah. that would be. So. Um, when I was most grateful, um. <clears throat> when my surgeon told me they got all of the cancer out of my throat and that the margins were clear mm. that it had grown all up, up to the margins, but we caught it just in time and they got, they were able to get that out. Yeah, that's big. Um, And then when I was able to start singing again, I think, I was thinking about that the other day, like when you try it, you know, like when I would try to sing and I couldn't physically do it. And I explained it to you. I said, imagine like having a guitar in your hand and knowing like how to play it just as well as you've always known how to play it, but you physically can't get your fingers to move. I, I can relate. Um, <clears throat> not that we want to go down this road, but I mean, I've noticed in the past few times there's certain things I can't do anymore vocally. Mm-hmm. There's certain notes that I used to be able to hit without even thinking. And now I have to think about it. And I'm going to say 80% of the time I don't get it. Yeah, And that's very frustrating because I know I used to be able to get it. And now I feel for those singers out there that, you know, you, and you always hear, you know, Oh man, I went and saw, you know, blah, blah, blah last night. Oh, this guy's totally lost his voice. He's got to hang it up. You know, the stars mm-hmm. and stuff, the stars, and you know, like poor Steve Perry, you know, he could still sing beautifully, but he can't even come close to the high notes that he used to hit. And that's got to be just, mm-hmm. but he's good. He's seventies. So, right. I mean, that's just has to be excruciating for him. <clears throat> yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I, it breaks my heart actually. Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. You do? Well, um, okay. I know I said that quickly. Um, not necessarily love, but I believe in instant um, connection. Uh, I, I believe like the way you said that. I believe in instant connection. Mm-hmm. I think you can be in the presence of somebody and you you can feel like that you relate to them very well. Yes. Yeah, I agree. You can, I, I feel instant comfort with people. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's people I've known for years, which leads me into the next question. Do you believe you have a soulmate? For a term that's really thrown around quite often, I do think that, you know, we are meant to be paired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You I, and I, me? Or just people in just general? Just in general, yeah. Um, I believe we have multiple soulmates, actually, in our lifetime. I believe we have soulmates that are meant to fulfill different parts of our lives, um, teach us lessons, and then leave. 
Um, I believe that we have, I don't, I don't think the term soulmate necessarily means like your love of your life. Yes. I think, I think that we have different people who come or come into our world for different reasons. And I feel like their soul contracts, like you're meant to be with that person, like for that time or whatever, um, for that moment. Mm Kind of like how I was with John. Mm hmm. Are you friend John? Yes. Yeah, he was a <clears throat> huge, huge influence and a great guy. And for the, the it felt like such a short time. I did know him, or we knew each other. We just we hit it off immediately. I mean, just mm-hmm. immediately. We both had you know. Well, we were both geeks about music and mm-hmm. tone and. But just beyond that, um, just sitting and having a conversation mm-hmm. with this guy was just. I get excited when I get like that connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because there's no effort. You don't have to try to make small talk. Rizzo's a perfect example. I yeah. think for you and I both, a friend that we just understand each other. Right. You pick up passions and things yeah. like that. Yep. Um it's, I think it's, I think maybe it's hard as, you know, as we get older and have different, we're a little more closed off and stuff like that. But I do know that sometimes you just meet the right person and it's like, oh, that person just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are in love with that person or it's a love soulmate, but um, yeah. So well, I, like I, I, said, I it's believe a, it's, it's strictly a connection. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I believe we, we have multiples. Um, Okay, let's see. What are you holding on to that's holding you back? Mm. Jeez, do we have that much time? Mm-hmm. Um, if I could sum it up in one word, insecurity. Yeah. And it on many different levels, and it, none of them are earth-shattering. It's nothing that's debilitating by any means but um i have you know i have my demons that can in it mm-hmm. i guess demons might be the wrong word as well because it's not that bad it, there's just certain things that i that i you know should have the confidence with but don't okay yeah i agree and that people can see like they're like oh my gosh you're so amazing at this this or this or this and it's hard for you to see that um, what am I holding on to that's holding me back? Um, I think, hmm, I think that when you have gone through massive change like we have in our lives, you and I, and have worked very hard to become the person that we are, um, sometimes it's hard to let go of like old ways of thinking. Um, sometimes they're very comforting, but they're dangerous. So like kind of how I think like how a Marlboro light would be for me right now, like <laughs> oh, a cigarette would be great, but it would be bad. Right. And so these thoughts sometimes, um, it's easier to like think these old ways of thinking like I'm, this or I'm that and you sort of hold yourself back because you're kind of holding on to a version of yourself that doesn't exist anymore. 
So I think that sometimes I um, see myself as an old version of who I wa- who I was. And that holds me back because the old version of me wouldn't be able to do any of the things that I am able to do now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Growth. For sure. Growth. Um, let's see. How do you measure success? Happiness. Wow. That's really a great answer. Unfortunately, I, and this is an old way of thinking that I need to, that's probably holding me back. Um, I mean, financial windfall, you know, um, money makes me feel like that was a successful move or like, Oh, I'm, I'm able to buy this car. So I feel successful, but that screwed me. That's screwing me. Like that is holding me back actually. Well, happiness is a broad term. I mean, I think because to achieve happiness, you do have to have a certain amount of things in your favor. Mm -hmm. So I think they all Mm -hmm. kind of play, play a role, but I don't think there's any one certain thing that helps you achieve that. I think it's a, it's a group of things, you know, in your life that you have to gather and then the happiness will come, you know, like loving what you do, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's several things. Yeah, I you're right, and I and I and I focus so much on the number. Well, because you're the one that does the bills. <laughs> um, <laughs> no new guitars coming, I promise. If you restarted your life from scratch, would you end up in the same place? You know, I, how can you? I know. Yeah. I guess. Okay, let's put some parameters around that. If you started your life from scratch, knowing what you know now. Would you end up in the same place? You mean would I take the same steps to get where I am? Mm-hmm. That's a really tough question I because I was supposed to go to MIT. Right. Um, I remember I had re- <sighs> received all the information in the mail and I was supposed to go to move to California and go to Musicians Institute Technology because I wanted a tour. I wanted to be on. I wanted to be around high end musicians, mm-hmm. and you know, and be sure. in that environment. And I, I never forget it. I had it, and it, it was the day I was putting together a stereo in my bedroom, and the space shuttle had blown up. Oh gosh! So it was live on TV, mm-hmm. and so that was like eighty six. Okay, and. You know, and that you know it was obviously traumatic. It was unreal, but um, but I remember sitting on my bed, going, "Okay, I've got this letter, I've got this application," and literally, like two or three days later, oh, it had to have been months. Doesn't matter. It was it was a little while after I got a call to join the newsboys, and uh-huh. then my only thought was, "Okay." I was going to school to go on the road. Well, I just got a call to go on the road mm. and didn't mm-hmm. go to school. So had I gone to California, I wouldn't be here. I, I mean, know. That's the thing that's so sad is like, I mean, I think I would have done things differently because I, 
I'm just being honest. Like I do think no, I would I have done it. things differently, but by far we. But the sacrifice is that then I don't have what I have now. Agree, and that's with like why, you and my children, and you know what I mean, things like that. Like, and that's why there's no coincidence. There's not, and you know we're guided the way we're supposed to go, and that's just kind of that. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, it would have been it would be really strange to see you. I mean, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't. If we were strangers and we, Mm-mm. you know, shared a stage or walked by each other. That is one thing I would like to know. Like, how many times have our paths, did our paths cross before we knew each other? Because I know a couple. But, like, I'd be curious to see, like. Yeah, I don't know. I was probably on my way to the bathroom a lot. You always were. <laughs> um, what is one part of your everyday routine that you'd be better off without? Morning and groaning when getting out of bed. Yeah, in your monster. Oh. No. Um, part of my everyday routine, definitely the first thing I do, one eye open, cracked open, is I get on like my phone and check like our accounts, make sure we haven't been hacked or anything crazy in the night. And that's one thing I I I think I'd be better off without doing. Like if I could wake up. And have my phone. I'll never be able to have my phone away from my head as long as I so shall live because I have because I have kids. And I don't care how old they are. I've been a mom since I was twenty. And the minute that I became a mom, if my child was not with me that night, my phone before cell phones, if I had a house, you know, my house phone was right by my head with the ringer on. I mean, that's just something thing that I do and I always That's a have thing I get it you know so um but I wish I couldn't I wish I didn't have to like pick it up and like check everything right away you know I wish I could wake up a little more and maybe like start my day with some meditation or something a little more huh relaxing right right um let's see if you could have coffee with one person dead or alive who would it be Paul McCartney. I mean, if I mean I answered that quick again, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some more intriguing. I mean, I mean, how, how far do you take that? George? I know it's George a big Washington, toss up, right? I mean, it's a big like, toss up between like my grandpa, right, and Willie Nelson. <laughs> well, it is. Well, no, wait, you can't. I didn't know we were talking. I guess. Again, I answered too fast because, um, I mean, realistically, my parents love to sit yeah, down and have, and have you know, coffee with them. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. I was thinking more on the famous dead guy thing. I see. Um, what shape is the sky? Wow. Um, think it really has a shape is it like a bean i don't know did you just take an edible or something <laughs> <laughs> am i losing you is it like a bean a bean yeah 
I don't think anybody really knows. Like the bean in Chicago? Like, is this guy I like a bean? I doubt that. I think it's just infinite. Honey. Oh my God, that makes my head hurt so bad. It's infinite. Um. Oh, this is really trippy. Do you, do you think you've ever seen the same wild animal more than once? Like the geese or the, or the, uh, what are those things called? Squirrels. What are those things called? I couldn't think. Like, do you think you've seen the oh, same absolutely, squirrel? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I've seen the same raccoon and her cubs. Where? When I was living oh, back home. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant here. No. When you were growing up? Yeah. No, when I was living in my house in Dwight. Um, because I thought I was going to get mauled one night. I'm walking down the street and it's dark out and this mama cub or this mama coon walks out, out of the, the drain alongside the road. And she's got two or three of her little cubs with her. And I surprised her. But she surprised me more than that because I I froze, and she just kind of stood there and looked at me. Like, <laughs> I just started backing up. I'm like, yeah, "You go ahead, you go right ahead." I'm- Wouldn't it be cool if we could like make friends with the wild animals and like be like, "What's up, Puffer?" Puffer as a gopher. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> like a gopher, like like puffy cheeks, <clears throat> or a, a fish maybe. I think a gopher. A gopher, huh? Okay. Do we have gophers? <gasps> what are those little I'm things? I'm losing that, you. No, no, I? no. Did you, you seriously, <laughs> did you eat something and I didn't no, see it? I mean, no. for God's sake. I have never in my entire life had an edible. Did you put something in the water? Yeah. <gasps> it's probably so. your port. I wish it would. <laughs> I'd drink a hell of a lot more of it. <laughs> On that note, yep. we've got our th- ourselves thinking deep, deep, deeply. Um, I'm going to go find out if we have gophers where we live. <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> and I'll report back. Yep, Sign- you sure will. <laughs> Signing it out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter, the gopher hunter. Have a great night, everybody. See you guys.